Welcome to Hello Sporty Podcast, episode 35. I'm your host, George. Let's get started. Nico, how are you there? Uh, on top of the world, buzzing, thrilled, ecstatic, and any other word you want to use. I'm buzzing. Whoa. It's Whoa. Ma- massive difference. What happened? Oh, we're going to get into what happened. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking <laughs> about something else. Are oh, you talking about the football? Ah, I, uh... well, it was a good weekend because my, my teams got up. And like... especially they big one. They, they big one. There you go, eh? Uh, the big one. Villa didn't uh, play, but the big one. You know the, the, the big the, one. The St. George Dragons you're talking about, for sure. No. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't watch any football this weekend. Eh? So I don't know what was going on. I was in a cocoon. <laughs> nah, all right. We'll get started. Look, it's just me and Nico as well today. Um, just uh, the way schedules work for some of the boys just uh, didn't happen for them tonight. Uh, but that's all right. Uh we uh, we're on top of everything as usual here. Um, we'll start with um, Bulk out of Europe, one 0 loss at home. Uh, pay a goal kind of killed them. Well, not early in the first, like thirty fourth minute, I think they scored. Yeah. He scored the goal, and that was really it. It's it was hard for them to come back from that. Um, how did you see that one, Nicole? Uh, look, they, they bow out with their heads held high. They they yeah. gave it their best. Absol- absolutely, yeah. There was no probably disgrace. on another day they they get. Not, not progress, but they either get a draw or a win yeah. in the home tie. Yeah, no, no, lot, no. Um, you know they again, yeah, head held high. Cool. They did well. Disappointing um, they didn't get to the semis. But if we can get Greek clubs in this new conference league making the quarterfinals every year, yeah. I think that's not a bad thing. That's it. With, mean, with that's... the odd club pushing to the semi, it's not. And, bad. and that's the thing, and that's what uh, my argument was um, early in the week on Twitter. We were talking just randomly with a few people then, and even UCL is one chip too far. And we always want well, clubs. Even Europa League, I think for for our clubs. Is I think you, far, I think so. Europa League, Olympiacos showed they can compete in the Europa League. Uh, I just. I just think the UCL, the way with all this wild card malaki that they're putting yeah. through as well, it's not designed for great clubs it, at this stage. Not only that, they've devalued it big time. Going back to you know the eighties and nineties when it was really at its best, when it was the, the winners in the Champions League, where you had not the before that the European Cup, for example, where it was just the league winners. League now win- they've devalued it by putting fourth places in. Well, now Man, some U- of these Man United, exactly. who are garbage, are going to end up being in the Champions League. It's just a mess. Yeah. So. There's no value in it, and it's not designed for the, realistically for any team outside the top eight yeah. leagues, it's a cash grab, whatever. Yeah. It's just a cash grab. Um, and as much as you want your clubs to be playing in that league, there's no point if they're going to be going out there and getting pumped every week. Um, but I think, like you're saying, the conference league is a really good good league where there's there's a lot of clubs similar to the Greek ones. Um, and even the Europa League, if a club can, um, you know, put a good squad together, they can certainly compete in it. But that's, I think, our level there. And what, what I did want to touch on in this game was the unbelievable atmosphere created by the Bulk fans. That was, it was one of the ages. Amazing. Yes, it was amazing. Good on them. It was. That was, uh, um, that was phenomenal. It unbelievable. Was, it, was a, it was a throwback type of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, look, they did everything right, Bulk. Um, unfortunately, they don't progress, but um, that's that's football. Um, Europa, well, sorry, your way for standings though, has us in 15th spot. So we, um, not next year, but the mm. season after, uh, we get two Champions League qualifiers, um, 
five teams basically two Europa qualifiers and I think one um, conference qualifier or cut yeah. the like that yeah. so five, five teams that are eligible to, to go to Europe yeah and um, Alex Kutakos actually put a tweet up the other day like on top of our saying that um, if we had just counted this year this season's alone points we, we're 10th oh, in Europe oh, yeah yeah so we had a banger season like our best in a very long time and that was only with you know, two clubs with the other clubs bowing out. So we yeah. need, that's the biggest thing yeah. we need for well, Imagine if Aris and I got, got there, just in, knockout stages of the Conference League, the last, you know, 32. Yeah, that's right. Because it would have been, um, we would have gotten at least a thousand points. Yeah, really, yeah, yeah. There. So anyway, look, it's it's something to grow on there. So um, hopefully we can push push again and keep pushing up upwards um, and onwards there. So congratulations, Bulk. Um, no shame in losing to uh, Marseille, who have a budget that's out of control, even, you know, like comparative to Greek clubs. So, um, but they held their head high and um, they can kick on. All right, moving on, Super League. Um, we'll start off with the relegation group there. So there was a few, um, let me just get it here. We Three games. Um, three or four? Three, no, four, four. Four, yeah. Yeah, four, four, but there was one the day after. That's that's, that's yeah. what always throws me off. Yeah. yeah. So um, Apollon and Volos had a one or draw. So Apollon, it. Um, oh, sorry, it's a point Pablo. gained. Sorry. Point gained. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so Pablo um, Fernandez opened up the scoring for Volos and Apollon uh, equalised in the 81st minute by Abiola Duada. So big point there for Apollon in their fight to uh, starve off relegation because as we're seeing, uh, Lamia, when yeah. we talk about them now, they went down 1-0 to uh, Ionikos. Uh, Vasilios Mancis in the 31st minute. So Lamia are just absolutely falling. To and, and they're due to face each other very shortly. And you've that, got one team in free four and you've got the other one that's all of a sudden picked up momentum out of nowhere yeah. under Bobby Stennis, who's been in this position before. And the way Lamia are going, even if they get second last and they got to play off, they're, they're not guaranteeing winning that. No, they, 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 something's happened. Yeah, they, they had an okay season, but they've just... But I, I don't want to jinx it because we've got them uh, before Easter in the Cup. Well, yeah, they're thinking of Cup. I mean, it'd be stupid. Probably not. Probably it'd, not. It'd be stupid. I think they're just, the wheels have just fallen off them and yeah. uh, and they don't know how to get it up. Um, interestingly, what, who's their coach again? Uh, what's his name? Oh, was it Gregorio, uh, but he left? No, no, Festa. Lamia, that's right, because he yeah. already left back. Yeah, then, yeah. Fester's the coach there. I don't know. He started off well at his time in Greece, but he's, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how he's just picking up contracts in Greek football. He's, yeah, yeah I think his career, I think his coaching career's over after this yeah. thing, uh, to be honest. Um, Asteras and Panetolikos had a nil or draw yeah. in that match. On the, the beach. On the, the beach. beach, yeah. And, uh, nice yeah, and uh, Atromitos and Ofi also had a one or draw, both on the beach there. Uh, Clonaridis opened up the scoring in the 10th minute. Um, good old Victor there from Blast from the Pass. And Luis Felipe in the 48th minute equalised for Ofi. Um, and that's how it ended. I actually feel sorry for... Uh, I put a tweet yeah. out, you know, and we're talking with, with someone else. Um, Ofi and Asteras, what are they playing for? Yeah, good they, sides, but yeah, and, not and they could have they could have taken a few scalps. I'm not saying oh, they yeah. made European football potentially, but they would have taken a few scalps if the league was open there. C- combined, I don't think we've been either side across our four meetings this season. No, that says it all. Yeah, that's right. And I was speaking to this one person, James Flynn, 
at James underscore Flynn on uh, Twitter. And he, and, and he said, Denmark's late season split at least offers some incentive by having the side finishing top of the bottom half involved in a conference league playoff. But the Greek way, it just ends the season for, yeah. for around half the teams. Now, that's at least an incentive for the team that finishes seventh. Um, but then it's a disincentive for the team that finishes fourth in or yeah. third in the Greek league because, you know, obviously they cancel they'd, be more, they'd be more yeah. superior. So I genuinely think they just need to scrap this split playoff playouts, my lucky. Yeah, just, yeah, just add, add a couple of more sides and extend the season. That's it. I mean, it's play each other twice, home and away. If we it. if we can fit thirty six teams in in Super League two, yeah. <laughs> um, you you'd think there'd be two teams in Super League two that are financially viable yeah. that can play in the Super League. Yeah. Anyway, um, Offie sit on top on forty one points. Asteras forty on Ikos thirty six. Volos thirty five. Uh, Panetolikos thirty three. Atromitos thirty one. Lamia twenty one. And Apollon on their late season revival are on twenty points there. Um. Moving into the big one, the big one there. So we'll. Um, oh, I've been busting to talk about this. Okay, but we'll start. We'll start. Where we? We'll start with Aris Park. Uh, oh. So Aris, Aris had a big win as well there. Uh, I wonder. Well, that's a big game too. Yeah, Dukure in the seventeenth minute um, got yeah. the goal there. Park had a red card in the seventieth minute. Um, yeah. Nico, how did you see this one? Uh, deserved win for Aris. Yes. Probably a hangover of sorts for Bulk. Gurtic has been pretty good for Bulk this season, uh, scoring a lot of goals. He probably should have got tighter to his men yep. to, to prevent that goal. But Artis had the chances that, in hindsight, they probably should have won that game by more. Yeah. Uh, they had a good, also, Matilla, a very good free kick right before half time as well. They hit the post. They, no, they, 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 were, they were deserved winners there. And at, at full time, they had the they all the players, nice scenes actually at the stadium. Yeah. Got in a circle, clapping, they had out the jersey for Alkis as well. Yeah. No, that's right. No, it was, it was a good win for me. I, I thought they, like you said, they deserved it. Um, and let's see if Paul can bounce back after. I mean, being valiant in European football is good, obviously, but I'm sure the fans aren't going to just say, well, you know, we can't sit on our hands now. We need to push on and try to do yeah, something. In, uh... I'll say it's the story of their season. It, it's really frustrating for Greek football fans in general where you've got, we'll get to how bad Olympiakos was, but Olympiakos have been way below par this season for a uh, league leader. They've lost the plot, yeah. How frustrating is it, though, that none of Aik, Balk, Aris and Panathinaikos, none of those four can mount somewhat of a title charge? Not one. Uh, uh, Olympiacos are awful. They've only lost twice all season. I think, yeah, Olympiacos have been, but the, yeah, we'll talk that about it. That says it all. Yeah, into points, that. But it's dropped points for Bob, is what I'm trying to say here. It is. Considering how Olympiacos is playing, the, you don't, I mean, if you, everyone's saying that we've got the league wrapped, wrapped up. Well, you do. You do because the teams below are even worse. Not the way Olympiacos playing. Anyway, we'll move on to that match. Um, Bath Nikos, one nil winners over Olympiacos. Um, eight all in the 42nd minute. Deserved goal, deserved lead, uh, deserved win for you guys. Probably one of the worst, as an Olympiacos fan, probably one of the ugliest performances I've ever seen us play in a long time. Um, but that's not take that I don't want to take anything away from Bathnagos. Um, Nico, I can see that smile from ear to ear, man. Uh, speak to me. How did you see this one, mate? I loved it. Uh, it was like, I was like, I was like, there was a page, a fan page, Bathnagos one. I think it was that Seoul 13 one. They're based in the Netherlands. 
yep. and they had a caption of the with the pyros before the game, and they said Adoine Ikola Sikio Paradisos, and that, that summed it up. <laughs> it was awesome. The atmosphere, uh, the, the crowd was up for it. Uh, look, I, I was confident heading into the game. I was confident, but I don't think it was our best performance of the season. Far which, from it. Which, I don't which, think we which, ups, which, up, which upsets me even more. Yeah, Just to go back, Kolasi and Paradisos, if you don't know, if anyone doesn't know that, means this is hell and also heaven. Um, so, or paradise. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah. It was awesome. It was. We, we, I knew we'd be up for it. And I knew heading into the game where our goals would come from. It will either be I thought or Palas that cause you guys problems and no shocks I thought was the was the yeah. man that delivered it, it, and that's interesting that's that, interesting for the it, club seventh this season interesting that you say that as well because you guys whilst you were deserved winners you didn't do anything outstanding in the no, match it's um, far from our best performance and we were We've absolutely been better, much better in other games we were fucking atrocious man um I don't know what was going on. I think we had a couple shots on target, but we didn't. There was nothing. You might not like me saying this, but it brought a smile to my face seeing Masuras offside <laughs> when he should have stayed onside. Really, that's Masuras for you. But like, this is what we were saying months yeah. and months ago with the ethnic gear. You know, yeah. I'm not his biggest fan, and there's another case in point. Why the, the guy? The guy is, was that. It's probably a different game. The, the, the guy should know better because he, he's he's such a pacey player as well. There's yeah. no real. He's it's like he gets white line fever. I think that's what it is. He just gets white line fever and he just blanks out for that split second yeah. when he's trying to pull himself in and around or if he's out in a position to shoot. Because a lot of the goals he scores are also bombs. So you're just thinking, you know, if that came off your boot a little bit to the right or left, you would have skied it. Um, it would have been a totally in. different game if he stayed on side. Look, it was, uh, it was shocking on our part. Um, and even... I, um, in the back end of the game, not even the last half hour or so, I expected you guys to have one big chance. You'd think, and so. it never came. You, never you'd, came. Th- you'd think. I mean, he made the, he made the substitution. He made some good substitutions. Fortunis came on the 58th minute. Uh, Tiquinho came on at halftime for El Arabi. Valbuena came on. Um, they all came on with time. There wasn't any like one of those. Martins usually stuffs his, his substitutions where he puts them in in the last like 10 minutes of the game and all that kind of stuff. But the majority of our substitutions came on, um, you know, before the 60th minute mark. Yeah, now, if yeah, Albrena, if Albrena came on, he came off. But it, it's, um, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, it was just, there's a lot of things going wrong at Olympia, of course, um, at the moment. And there's whispers that Martins is under pressure. I mean. It'll be a summer of change for you guys, I think, coming up. Do you reckon they re-signed the coach? I mean, I'm saying a lot of playing personnel. Oh, definitely. I mean, there's an old guard there, and even again, you might not like this, but Socrates again showed why he's got no business near the national team. I said that ages ago. He's he's finished. He's finished. Yeah, yeah. He's he had to resort to hacking our players. Really, like I don't think they, they were penalties. The, if you remember one in the first half on Sanchez, I don't think that was a penalty. And even the one in the second half I think on he's Alexandropoulos. But still, he's a, still throw, he's, he's a throwback type of player that, um, yeah, I think, how old was he when he started his career? He was oh, basically, yeah. he was a kid. Um, yeah. So he's been around now for so long. And I just think that, um, I think he's done. Yeah, I, I think he's well and truly cooked. Um, a bit like... Uh, K-Pap as well. They both started young. They, they achieved everything at a young age. 
um, and now where a player would start their career at 21, 22 and really kick on, um, you know, to be at their age and be able to finish off, they've completely finished. Interestingly, uh, Manolas, no, no, game time again. So there's, uh, I haven't read anything. I don't, I mean, I I probably should ask the the gate, the gate seven boys, if they have any, any information there, um, of the G7 international guys, sorry if they've got any information on that, but it's interesting how he wasn't chosen for the ethnicity because he was they were trying to keep him going till the end of the season. I know he came to us injured from Napoli, or wasn't fully fit, but he played. He played early on when he yeah. came to us. So some if he can't make your team in this state again, he's another one. No business near the ethnicity squad. Yeah. Um, so look. There's a lot that's happening at that club. We this season, for whatever reason, we've we've stuffed even up. the non-Greeks, Val, Val Buena, he's, he'd have to be on his way up. I think we re-signed him. Oh. We re-signed him for another twelve months. Um, yeah, I mean, he's mid thirty. I think thirty-five, thirty-six. El Arabi, El, 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 El Arabi. Yeah. So the thing was with El Arabi, like, you know how hard it is to find the striker. Yeah. Uh, that's the keep reality. Him as a backup. You, you're gonna, we're gonna keep it, and rightly so. I think he's still our best striker at the club. There, um, Kamara has kind of fallen off. I mean, he's a young kid as well, so a bit like Tolis, um last year, where they kind of just fade out towards the end of the season. Um, Agibu Kamara. Um, yeah, I don't know. Don't know. I thought one uh, guard would have been a big out for us, and I was expecting Hadzi Theodoridis to slot in at left back, but yeah. we, we didn't miss a beat. We you could we, we were hung, more hungry for it. We were winning those second balls. And yeah. you look at the, the goal we scored, I'd love the ethnic to score that sort of goal. Off the training ground, yes. well worked. Yes. You've got your full Just, back, your right back, what's it us bombing forward like that? Nice simple layoff for Gatsinovic who started the move. Nice cross. You've got the winger making a run into the box. No one's picked him up. Nice finish. Movement, it's basic football yep. and movement, like you're saying. Movement. Yeah, off and the training moving, ground. moving off the ball, on the ball, moving around, putting the opposition at you know six. Well, worked seven moves, exactly. And that's um, credit to the coach, huge credit to the coach, because that's not a goal we would have scored last season either. Um, what's his name? Uh, Jovanovic. Uh, Kurbeli, sorry, didn't oh. get a run for you guys either. That was, I mean. I guess he wasn't needed. That position is our position of strength. Like Ruben Perez, he's been a mainstay this season. Then you've got like Mauricio started this game. Gacinovic started this game. You've got players, um, you know, Lucas Villafanias can play there. Alexandropoulos can play there in that central midfield role. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, you don't change things around either in a position like that where, where you guys are actually dominating us so well. There was no real need for him to come yeah. on. No, um, we're winning those second balls. We're, we're hungry for it. With, with, with ease. It was um it was uh it was shocking man. <laughs> it's just uh, well it, this is the thing now for us. So we've got to go face you guys away. But this season at home we've beat an artist two nil. Yes. We've beaten Olympiacos one nil. We've yep. beaten Ike 3 0. We've beaten Bulk 2 1. Yep. We've beaten yep. all four. You've, you've done the scalp at home. Let, yep. Let's go do it away now. Yep. That, that's our challenge. 
Yes. Well, and then the, the kind of, it was the round where you guys obviously got the big win as well, um, but all the teams won around you. Oh, yeah. Um, that's so you have to win to keep the pace. Yeah. Now, moving on to that, AIC, who another club, you know, the wheels, speaking of yeah. Amir's wheels falling apart, falling off in the, the relegation group, AIC has well and truly fallen apart, but they got the win today. Uh, three two winners over Pasianina away from home. Uh, Krichowiak, uh, scored in the fourth yeah, minute. Really. Uh, Lazarus Rota just before half time got their second goal. Uh, Juan Perea. Um, former power guy oh. um, pulled one back in the 52nd minute, but um, Araujo, Araujo, sorry, pulled one back in the 70th, and Parea in the 91st minute got a consolation goal for Bas Yanina. I think, I don't think they I mean, they're, they're not probably thinking of the beach, but maybe they are. Maybe you know, the, a... the, the, it came from the first goal, it, it, it was early. Mm. And it's a it's not a type of goal you expect Bas Yanina to concede, concede at home. Yes. Because they should have dealt with that. Mm. They really should have dealt with that. And and they didn't. And that laid the foundation for the rest of the game where I thought all of the goals were preventable. It was uh, look at the third one, the keeper should should have done better as well. Yeah, there was a deflection that put him off, but he should have saved it. Yeah, yeah. No, so um I mean, they, they showed him more going forward, they you know, taking advantage of Ike's leaky defense. Uh, they scored a couple, and Berea, they had a third one earlier. They actually they're taken off for offside as well. Yep. Yep, I don't know. I mean, when you concede early, I guess it's always hard. You're chasing your tails there, and you don't know how to deal with situations like that. And then um, and then when you concede just before half time as well, so you're thinking, okay, we've held on, we've held on, we've held yeah. on. We'll go into the change rooms, and we'll start speaking to the coach, and bang, you cop one again just before half time. Yeah. Kind of and throws you out a bit. about Lazarus Rota. Uh, defensively, a bit of a liability hit and miss, but going forward, he's, he's pretty solid. He, and he popped up. It was a well-taken goal. Yes. Credit. Maybe the keeper's thinking he should have done better at the near post, but for, you know, right back, bombing yep. forward, cutting in like that, nice composed yep. finish. Saliakas also got the assist in the, for Bass's yep. first goal, so yep. um, good work by him um, moving forward there. Um, look, good win for Ayak in that one as well. So they they got themselves back in the top, or not, sorry, back in the title race, back in the race for third yeah. spot. Just, um, sorry, Stephen, he couldn't be on, but he just wanted to leave his notes here for the, um, for the match. So, um, because, yeah, just work reasons. But anyway, it is one of the worst matches for us this yeah. season. Absolutely, Stephen. The team lacked desire, fight and hunger to play against our biggest rivals, um, and Parthenakos fully deserved the win. Yes, we played 4-2-3-1, uh, but any formation wouldn't wouldn't have improved our performances. I don't know how much I agree with many for calling for Manus to be sacked, but I'm starting to question the choices that are being made by him. And that's a lot of things just going back to that match, Nico, um, where we yeah. talk about um, the coach and, and Greek football in general there. I, I don't believe he's getting pushes or getting told to do things at Olympia. Of course, I think he's, he's gone to that stage um, in his in his career at the club where he's allowed to make these decisions. My issue is, is that he's made a lot of poor decisions this year um, and he has shown his inability to be able to uh, make amends to it. 
he's, he's showing a bit of naivety, I think. Um, now, he, obviously, Olympiacos is the biggest club he's coached. He came from the Portuguese league where he coached the mid-table teams. Um, and there's a different type of beast and different type of pressure at the club. But when he came in, he made some excellent decisions. But I think that I think football-wise, the Greek league has also improved. Bathnekos, um, for instance, yeah. have improved uh, tenfold. Artis have improved. Well, with, think- the, with the new coach. Artists, yeah. Yeah, and even you guys, even you guys with your new coaches, well, you finally got a tactician there um, and a smart coach that's been around the block. Artis was a different one because they got that German Burgos guy that's yeah. been an assistant most of his career, albeit at Atletico Madrid. Um, bulk is bulk. They're always competitive. Um, I just think that Martins has shown to be a bit naive this season. Um and I don't think he's going to lose his job, but I, I definitely think that if we don't start off well next season, he'll be under pressure, which is a shame um, because, you know, he was linked with some big moves career-wise um, not that long ago, but they never came to fruition. And I think maybe that's been an issue for him as well. So I don't know, interesting times, but I, I completely agree with Steve the way we've, uh, we're going and, I don't want to see the coach get sacked, but I, I think the coach needs to. I think in, the, I think there's a lot of people at the club as well. We've bought some absolute duds that are on big yeah. money, like that aren't even playing um, throughout the years. And even when we were winning under Martins, we bought some duds. But they, of course, did did that as well. Um, oh yeah, but not at the level that we're paying these wages. Um, so Marinakis has shown that he backs his coach, but he also has shown that he's pretty ruthless. So. Um, the league ain't won as far as I'm concerned, man. Um, you know, even though I mean a monumental yeah, collapse will have to happen, but uh, anything can happen. Um, looking at the ladder, Olympiacos on top on 70 points. They've played 30 games. Bauer coming second on 59 points. They've also played 30 games with the rest playing 31. Adis um, taken third spot on 53 points. Barthnekos 51. Aik on fifth spot, 51 points. And Basianina uh, looking at what uh, hotel nightclub they're going to hit in Mykonos yeah. um, in a few weeks' time, yeah. uh, sitting on 43 points there. Uh, after Easter for us, guess who our next opponent is? Yeah. Artis at home. There you go. That's that's going to be massive. That, that's going to be a big one because that's a six-pointer. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, if, Ardis, is. if Ardis gets the win. Because if I that, get, get a, I think I played ball yeah. that day. Okay. Let's have a look here. So they haven't. I don't think they've got nah. the times done, but they, 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 I think I play bulk in that round. Let me just pull it up here off the top of my head. Uh, Super League matches. Okay, so round six: Olympiakos Basianina, Bathnekos yeah. host Aris, um, and Bauk host Aik. And then um, the following round. So th- these are massive games because then Aik hosts you. Guys, yeah, the following that's round our there. season. So our season hinges on that. There's yeah, because then we host um Addis host course as well. So I think the next two rounds are going to be massive for the three clubs and where they're going to fall yeah. at the place um moving forward there. So we'll see. Um something weird for the Pasianina fans, Nico. <laughs> <laughs> What's I don't understand. How, I don't get it. I, I saw it during the game and I thought, no, nah, it couldn't be, could it? And it bloody was. So they got, if no one noticed it, they had a um, like a banner yeah, of, um, of Bin Laden and um, Shea Guevara um, 
I didn't quite catch it because I was running around all day today. But what, what the banner say? Like, well, I don't know. I don't think it said anything. Are, are they are, are they looking at these guys and are they adoring? Like, I don't know. It was bizarre. It was like I it saw was it bizarre. You guys, I thought it couldn't be when I was watching, but I thought, no, nah, it can't be. Then you go on social media and it bloody is. It is, yeah. So is. Bin Laden and Che Guevara, I, I don't understand, and it, it's a society issue. We always talk about yeah, it, Greece and all that. Right. Um, but you would think that security would be on top of this kind of stuff. You're like, come on, man. Like, what, what is, what's this? My like, yes. I, I don't get it. Uh, maybe maybe it was anti them. So let's not. Yeah. Who knows? But it was. In, in a season of, yeah, weird things, as always in Greek football, that's right up there. That's right up there with the weird ones. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, after this round, um, Ethnic Your Mother coach, Gus Poy was upset that um, basically no Greeks were in the um, Addis v. Balk match um, and very minimal were yeah, in the, um, in the other derby. Um, and he spoke about that. What do we do? That, well, we, remember the quota that we had discussed? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they discussed it themselves. The EPO at uh, yep. Poya's opening unveiling and press yep. conference there. That's got to go through. Yep. They they need to, look. To, we need something because I'm I'm not a fan. Of, like you know, Panathinaikos. Yeah, we've improved out of sight this season, but I've I've said it before. It has frustrated me a little bit that we're not seeing as many Greeks starting. It's it's pretty. It's it's a bit complex in that sense. Um, because I remember ages ago when it was discussed and then people started mentioning how the Turkish league introduced quotas and look at the Turkish clubs. They've, they've all yeah. fallen off the side of the earth because what was happening is mediocre players were getting paid. Mm. They were getting boosts in their careers and their wages. And yeah. so you had like the, you know, the, the, the guys that are playing in whatever, like the, the Lamias and all that, that are having a decent season, ending up at the Olympia also, so to speak. Yeah. And um, they just weren't good enough. And they were getting, they've obviously got found out. So I think they need to introduce a quota. I don't think it needs to be a hard quota, but I think they, they need to. In, in a match day squad, maybe not the starting 11s, but a, maybe a, perhaps a match day squad. I, I, I think. Know. I think, yeah, I think something where in your match, yeah, like in your 17 name, there has to be a five Greeks, six Greeks. You don't have to make it, don't have to say like 10 Greeks because that's unrealistic. That's going to change overnight. But you can just stagger it and just say, look, from next season, we do five Greeks in your match day squad. And then the season after that is six Greeks. And then we're going to move up to, you know, eight or nine or whatever it is. But I think we need like the, the B teams in the, in the second divisions to, focus on the Greek kids as well. I think well, that, that, that well, well, that's another thing, yeah. So they, they, they definitely need... I think. He, here's another thing that I've, I've read conflicting. <laughs> I've never heard of this before, but apparently the B teams, I knew they couldn't get promoted, but I've read they can't get relegated either. Is that true? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I, I de- definitely, I knew they couldn't get promoted, but, but, but I thought I, they could get relegated. I thought they could, yeah, generally they yeah. can get relegated, like in every other European yeah. league. Um, they can they can just bounce through the pyramid, but they can't go up to the top. Like, yeah. Um, because who was That's that? what I thought. I think it wasn't Addis wanting a team in um, Ugama, Ugama Ethniki. Yeah, and they haven't got a team. And they haven't got one. So they didn't even want one in Super League 2. They wanted it in the third division. So yeah. um, I don't know. 
I don't know. It's Greek football for you, man. But look, whether if they don't get promoted or relegated and they're in the in the second division, then that's another incentive for the clubs to say, "Listen, you got to play Greek kids." You, you guys, Bulk and I definitely, I can't see them dropping from the second division. But we we might find ourselves in a bit of a relegation battle. Oh, we're not we're not that we're we're not there. We're there and thereabouts in the middle in the middle of the area B side. So it's not um. It's definitely not a. Um, it's not a certainty that they we we got pulled apart by the Badiakos, who are running away with it. Well, they're running away with it. Yeah. yeah. So um, we'll look at that. Actually, you know what? We'll have a quick look at the uh, the second division now as well, and uh, see what's happening there. So in the Super League in the north, Panserikos two nil over Kavala, very Santi had a um, nil or draw, so that was a big match there um, on top of the table. Um, Xanthi have kind of dropped off and 19 points off, but um, yeah. for Veria there, who are being chased by Larissa. Um, Iraklis, six nil winners um, over Thesprotos. Um, Apollon Ponto, one nil winners over Pirikos. Uh, Apollon Larissa, one nil winners over Niki Volu. Um, Larissa, AL, had a nil or draw with Olympiakos Volu. Um, Tricala lost 6-0 to Bauk B and Olympiakos had a 2-1 win over Almopos Ariada. Um, look at the table in the north there. Veria are running, well not running, so on 69 points, Larissa on 64 points and then there's a massive drop there. Nikivolo on 51, Xanti on 50 um, and so on and so on there. Uh, where are we? Down the south. Um, Iroditos and Karaskakis had a nil or draw. Um, Ofi and Diagoras had a two or draw. Calithea, a big 5-1 winners over Asteras Vlachioti. Uh, Zakinthos, 3-1 winners over Hanya. Uh, Egaleo, 2-0 winners over um, Ergotelis. And Levadiakos had a 3-0 win over B, and Aik B had a 3-1 win over Rethimno. Um, there, Levadiakos, 63 points. Galicea, 58 points. Kalamata, 52. Kanya, 52. Kifisia, 49. And um, Aik B on 48 points. Panathinaikos are actually in the relegation zone on 31 points. Um, yes, yeah, there you go. So... Yeah, we'll see how that pans out for you guys there. So we'll see. We'll obviously talk a little bit more as we keep saying every week uh, with the Super League 2 when we get closer. Um, it's just talking about 36 teams when half of them don't even know if they're going to be alive next season is, uh, is a bit too much. We don't want to bore you guys with it. Um, looking at Europe, uh, Timikas, man of the match. Um, in their three or draw in the Europe in yeah. uh, Champions League, got an assist early, um, absolutely killed it. Did you end up picking up any of that game, Nicole? Oh. Uh, just bit, bits of it, really. Look, look I, I agree with you. I mean, uh, yeah, he's playing well, but he's not playing week in, week out. I like, credit to him because he was, by all accounts, man of the match. Uh, performance he was, no, there. he was, he was man of the match. Yeah, he, he got, I'm yeah, saying he got yeah. man of the match, but he's, he doesn't get to play week in, week out. That's a shame. That's, he's only, yeah. he's only he deserves good, better. The only good saving grace for him is that when he comes on, he actually performs. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, thin up on me. Uh, Look, the, at least this season compared to last season, chalk and cheese. 
Yes. Yeah. And that, that, that's got to be a positive. Yeah. Right? The yeah. first season settling in period, this season is really kicked on. Yeah. So uh, we'll see. I think they've got a game against Manchester United. Um, a midweek game coming up. Yeah. Coming up. Is it tomorrow or? Uh, could be. Yeah. Tomorrow. When, or yeah. Or no, tomorrow, yeah. Well, sorry. Tomorrow. 5, 5 a.m. Australian time. So tomorrow morning. Um, it's a Premier League match. So yes. um, we'll see how he goes. Hopefully he gets a start in that match there for him. Um, Yanulis back in favour. And Norwich yeah. started the last couple of games. Uh, was it's, involved it's in. It's got to be what you said. We're going down now. I'm playing my own players. 100%. But uh, the, hang on, they played Man United. Yes, and he was involved but, in it. He yeah, was involved. But Williams couldn't play anyway. No, he can't. Didn't he come on as a sub? I don't think he can against his parent club unless there's no an agreement. I don't think anyone was. I don't think when that deal was made, anyone was worried that, uh, yeah. that they were going to. Let's have a look. Let's have a look here. I've just pulled up the. The lineups, uh, Brandon Williams. No, he didn't play. You're yeah, right. he wouldn't have been in the squad at all. Yeah, there you go. So that that, that explains that. Okay, but but he's playing. That's a couple. That's you know, a couple of back to back games in a row now for him. Yeah, fans are they, fans they, they were dead and buried in this game with a couple of soft goals conceded early on. But credit to them, they fought back and got it to two two. Got it to two two, and yeah, Ronaldo. Go, but, yeah. Ronaldo Hattie. His um, yeah. yeah, what's the difference in that game there? So I think I think that's what it is. I mean, the normal economics of football is that if you want to sell a player, the only way you're going to increase the player's Plane. value is to play him or to get eyes on him so people can actually see him is to play him. And, um, if, he's, if he's showing a good attitude and he's not, he's not kicking stones, then you're going down anyway. So whether, you know. I don't know whether he's part of the, the fixtures next year or whether they're just playing him to sell him. Um, well, I guess we'll see what happens there for, <coughs> um, for him. Yeah. Um, Mavropanos versus Mainz. They had a one, uh, sorry, a nil or draw. Um, he I think was they slipped into the relegation zone again. They have. Uh, just as they got out of it. They're, they're, back yeah, in. They're, they're floating around there. So um, and it's really hurting. It's going to hurt them because apparently... I don't know, depending on what you read, the, the deal for him to stay at the club is if they stay up, like there's a minimal transfer fee, um, which then obviously other clubs are sniffing around wanting him and they could sell him for the 15, 20 million that's, that's been reported. But if they get relegated, then um, I think that um, that automatic transfer is off. So yeah, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. What's to play for in the run-in? Yeah, so they're sitting in 16th spot, um, and that's a relegation playoff match for um, for them. So it's not an automatic relegation uh, there. Uh, Belkas, injured. Yeah. Came off crying. Done, well, I forgot what he's done, but he's... Uh, he's Some sort of facial. Yeah, he's, he's out. He's out for an extended period of time, so we're not going to see him in ethnic your mother either. Bit of a blow, like well, I mean, how how bad's the injury though? Is it like three? Is it a three month? Injury? Uh, look, Christian was looking. Uh, Christian Legas, uh, the guy that does all, a lot of research for us, he was trying to find stuff, and the, apparently he's definitely going to be out for the foreseeable future, which includes the um, the ethnic or mother matches in the um, in June. Okay, in June. Okay. So um, unless he has a miraculous recovery, but nothing really. It was just an Instagram post of him crying. Um, so, anyway, we wish him wish him well. It's look, 
he was going to be a starter or at least a key player for the Ethiopian. He would have been mother. a squad player, absolutely. Yeah, so um, we'll see how it opens up the door for someone else with um, with the ethnic either. Anything else, Nico? Um, Just not from Greeks abroad. We Yeah, no, I think we've hmm. touched on the main ones. Yeah, so... Um, sorry. Barak Ovimos bowed out. Yeah. Champions League. Yeah. That's, that's all that's the other one I can think of. He's back in favour at the club there. I think it was a power play last year, but he's well and truly back yeah, in favour. Yeah, is still injured. He still injured. They, they got knocked out to Rangers. Yes. In the, in the cup. I, I sat and watched a little bit of, of the game until half time because then it became really boring thinking that if I'm, if, if I'm not watching Yakumakis play, why am I even yeah. watching this game? Um, <clears throat> pardon me. But um, the... <coughs> Sorry, guys. Um the commentators were actually saying how they miss him because they they can move the ball a little bit more direct to him. Yeah, because um, of his presence. Because of his presence on and off the ball and the way he drags players in and out of position. Um, and they were missing that big time, apparently. And that, I mean, that was a commentator saying that. So, um, you know, it, it's good to hear that at least when the player's not there that, um, you know, they can they can see that, you know, he's needed in them. So they, they bond out of the... Scottish Cup, I think it was. Um, so yeah. they, they can't do their uh, Scottish treble, um, but they're going for the, the double. I think they won double. the league, the league yeah. cup and they're going they for, the, um, uh, for the for the, um, the, 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 champ, the premiership, sorry. Um, yeah, so good luck to Rangers there. Um, I've got nothing else. Questions? I think, yeah, we've got a few. We've got a few questions. And sorry, guys, I'll put the question out late. Just one of those days today for me as well. Um, but nevertheless, we've got a few questions here we can go through. So from uh, George Barnavelas, uh, at G Barnavelas on Twitter. Can you clarify the promotion process for Super League 2? I wasn't able to find out last week. Um, it was suggested that the runner-up of a playoff between the two, t- the two top teams from North and South would face a further playoff against one of the teams in the in the bottom half of the Super League. It seems unnecessarily complicated and strange. In theory, this season, a team in the Super League could have been relegated despite finishing level on points, but with an inferior goal difference to a team who ends up qualifying in Europe. Yes, George, it is uh, higher, yeah. mate. It makes zero sense. But I think this is how I understand it. The team that finishes first in in the Northern League will play off against the team that finishes first in the South League. The winner of that playoff then plays off against the team that finishes second last. That's how I interpret it as well. But what happens to the team that finishes last? This is the account that I don't get. Or does the winner in that get automatic promotion? What the two winners? Maybe actually, yes. I think it the was the winner would have Steve, to get automatic Steve, Sorry, Steve, Stephen had it. Yes. So the winner, so whoever finishes top off Super League North plays North whoever South. North and South play each other. The winner goes in. The automatic. loser plays second last. Yeah. To determine who gets the uh, the other spot. So 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 complicated. So Only Greek football and and. George Bonavella, it's a great question because you have 36 teams competing 
for two positions to go up. And only one could go up out of 36. And, and only one could potentially go up. That's right. Out of 36. And, and what's even worse in that situation there is that when you look at it, you have one, two, three, four, five. You have 10 teams getting relegated. Getting relegated, yeah. <laughs> and we don't know who's going to go up from the from the Ramayathiki because God knows that. that That's a logistical nightmare that, as that well. Isn't, that isn't out. So 10 teams go down. Or one one team goes up automatically. Goes up. Then how do you do the north south? Is there a split as of next season, or they're, they're ditching that split? I, I think because then it becomes a logistical nightmare. I think they'll try north south. It becomes a mess. I, I think I think Nico because it makes no difference when we talk about it anyway because I don't think they even know. But I think the plan was to have all these teams play, um, and then color. And then just yeah. end up having um, two, two twelve team uh, right. north and south, and then again after that colour, and then have one eighteen team um, second division or something like that. I think. Um, but sorry, George. I hope we explain that um, because God help us trying to find anything from uh, you know <laughs> from from um, uh, Greek football the official Greek football websites, but I think that's what happens. So whoever finishes wins the playoff match automatic and the loser plays uh, second last, which will either be uh, Lamia or um, Apollon. Uh, we'll move on to our Instagram account here as well. So we had, definitely had one come in earlier. So from Sebastian Yanakopoulos, uh, Sebastian underscore dot G on um, Instagram. Hey, guys, do you think the Greek League should implement rules for teams to field specific um, amount of Greeks in the starting lineup, even if it makes the league somewhat weaker? Uh, again, we discussed that earlier, Sebastian. Uh, Nico, you agree that we should have... Of some sorts. Of some sorts. Even something. whether it be match day squad or starting 11, they got to do something. Something, even if it's a token number. It's, yeah, it's spiralling out of control. Even if it's tokenism, it should be there should be something there, and and there should be, I don't know, you can't give incentives and all that, but it you you should definitely look at it. You got what's that team in Spain? Um, I think that they play in, they in play a, their own Bilbao, Atletico Bilbao. Bilbao, yeah. So they only play their own, but they only play their own from that region as well. So wouldn't it be awesome if you had a team that just like in Greece that. Not necessarily said we're only going to play Athenians or Macedonians or, or Cretans or whatever, or, or from the islands. But wouldn't it be awesome if there was a team in the Super League that implemented that rule? Only Greeks, mono. Absolutely. It'd be everyone's second favourite team, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. yeah, and they pick up a lot of fans along the yeah. way. It'd be, it'd be, I'd put my hand up right now. I'd, I'd, I'd be a fan of this if they just said, right, we're just doing a Greek. Um, Anyway, it's a tough one, Sebastian, because I know, like they were saying, in Turkey they did that and it absolutely destroyed their league, apparently. Um, but, you know, they need to do something. The, the coach was right. Um, the previous coach stated that as well. Um, it's been an ongoing issue. But even at the at the height of Greek football, uh, the ethnic your mother, Nicol, a lot of our key players were playing overseas. Anyway. Abroad, they were. They were. They were. So, it, it, and it, this isn't... See, it, it, yeah, yeah. It, it depends where they go abroad, as we've spoken about, you know, slightly off topic on other occasions. Don't, you know, make the right career moves. Yeah. And often the right leagues, because you see Greeks generally fail in England, but they generally do okay in Italy and Germany. Germany. 
Portugal. Yeah. Like yeah. a few of our guys were kicking in Portugal. Um, we never really had yeah. many, if any, you know, kicking on big time in France. Zonis uh, went, but never yeah. really had kicked yeah. on. Yeah. Um, we had Zikos. Zikos played in a yeah. Champions League. For tournament. Monaco, yeah. Yeah. Lucky Zikos. Um, Lucky, yeah. Uh, what's his name? I had a career in, uh, for Sevilla um, in Spain. Um, Ironically, they, they do okay for a certain club in Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a Scottish league. Yeah, no. For the ethnic your mother, like, it, okay, there's more eyes on the league and it's probably better run or, or maybe not. I don't know. So speaking of mate, that's Scottish. Oh, that's not a big achievement. It's not a big achievement, though. For the ethnic your mother playing in Scotland. No, I'm saying it's not a big achievement to be a better run league than the Greek league. Well, you know, we're sitting 15th, so there's, yeah, wor- there's, wor- there's worse leagues out there. But um, it's, it's one of those things where... You, are you going to Scott? Like, okay, you go to Scotland, and if you're not playing, like Hearts, or well, remember Hearts had half a dozen Greeks go through them as well. Yeah, Tiolis, Tiolis, and was it another right? Oh, there's a defender, wasn't it? Skondras. Skondras. Was it? Was it Skondras? There was a right back as well. He actually was a decent. Not Gitsu, no. No, he was decent. He was part of. He was in and around the 2004. Oh, further back. Midlothian uh, Greeks. Who is it now? Sorry, I'm just uh, looking at Twitter here. Um, or not Twitter, sorry. But uh, yeah, Tiolis was there and he had a run for him. Uh, uh, Avlonitis. Takis uh, Fisas. Fisas. Okay, okay. Yes, he went there from um, Benfica. And then ended up at you guys afterwards. After so, all that, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Christos Karipidis as well also had a had a run at there with them. Um, but yeah, Fisas was the big one there from 2005 to 2007 at the club. Um, again, our, our key ethnic or mother players should be in a better league. Doesn't have to be the best league, but if they can be cracking it in the uh, you know, your German leagues where they we have somewhat success. Uh, Holland, we, you know, our strikers always do well. well Creedence yeah. do well. Yeah. <laughs> Creedence yeah, strikers do well. Yeah, uh, Maklas as well. Maklas, um, of course, of course. Um, well, Pavlidis is do he's Pavlidis, doing yeah. Right, yeah. So he's not Creedence. No, so we'll <laughs> Pavlidakis. Um, yeah, so it's yeah, it's it's an interesting one, Sebastian. So there's a balance. We need Greeks in the Greek league, but we also need ethnic or mother players to be actually playing and being a key part, uh, like a lot of them were. But then you had guys like um, Basinas and all that who were killing it, and Nikopolidis, who actually had good careers in Greece as well. But again, that was an era where the but our clubs were flying. Oh, Champions League! If you, you cast your mind, Vasinas that, that he scored a penalty against Barcelona in the That's Champions right. League game. Yeah, so we were, you know, how our teams were actually compete, somewhat compare, competing in Europe and, and and holding their own, even though they didn't do much. Um, but yeah, it, it was a sight for sore eyes. It was beautiful back then, seeing the stadiums bouncing and. Greek football is at another level back then. I think, well, we're sixth on the league in, in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was one season in the early 2000s. We had three teams in the Champions League group mm. stages. Yep. So, anyway, we'll see if we can get there. Um, I think that's it, Nico. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, guys, thank you for listening. Um, again, we love doing this. Share it. Please share it with all your friends, family, whoever likes Greek football. Um 
you know, we enjoyed doing this. We do it for everyone. We do it for ourselves as yeah. well, but we also do it for all the fans of Greek football that uh, try to get information out there because, you know, there's not that much out yeah. there. So plenty of Greek other, you know, club fan sites as well that do podcasts as well, like uh, I think Bulk and um, Olympiakos with uh, Bulk, Bulk Talk and Gate yeah. 7 International. Just, um, yeah, spread, keep spreading the word, guys. Keep passing so, yeah. it on to friends, family. And George, I'll rub it in one more time. Great win, Panathinaikos. I don't know what you're talking about. Man. I've, I've, <laughs> and uh, Kalian Astasi. Yes, Kalian Astasi. Yeah, have a beautiful Easter, everyone. And um, we'll do it all again next week. Actually, not next week because there's uh, there's no football. Yeah, pretty there's much. No, yeah, the, is that, they're not playing during Easter, um, are No, no. No, well, they, yeah. well, we've got the, there's a cup, the midweek. The midweek coming yes. up. Yes, actually, yes, the cup matches are coming up, but uh, there'll be no football over the Easter break in Greece. So, um, but we'll be back on next week to talk a little bit um, and keep it rolling anyway. So, guys, thank you for listening um, and have yourselves a great week. All right, bye bye.